Hello everyone, and welcome to the Lightning Bug Lounge. I'm your learning guide, Holly Berry, and I'm so happy we're all here. We are returning from a two-month break and are so happy to be bringing our shows to you again. We are going to have so much fun learning and growing together. Today's light bulb trivia is, this marine mammal has a tooth that grows out of the top of its head. Now, why don't you all ruminate on this light bulb? And when we come back, I'll illuminate more on this fun fact. Hey there friends and how do you do? We're happy you're here to learn a thing or two. A place where science and music abound. We hope you'll stick around at the Lightning Bug Lounge. Yeah! All right, learning pals, and welcome back. How did we do? Does anyone have an idea about which marine mammal has a tooth that grows out of the top of its head? I can't say that I do. Turn to a learning pal or tell yourself what you think. I'll play a little mood music while you share. Okay, learning pals, time to turn on the light bulb. The marine mammal who has a tooth that grows out of its head is... The narwhal! No way! Let's dip our toes a little further into the pool of knowledge with that incredible information. Let's do it! Yeah, let's go! Narwhals are toothed whales and are in the taxonomic order called cetacea which includes whales, dolphins, and porpoises. I didn't know that. Among whales, there are two distinct groups or suborders, baleen whales and toothed whales. You don't say. Baleen whales are whales that do not have teeth and instead have baleen, which looks like millions of thick hairs in the whale's mouth where teeth would usually be. Well, that's different. The baleen is made up of keratin. Can you say that with me, learning pals? Keratin. The same material our fingernails and hair are made of. No way! <laughs> wow! That's wild. When feeding, baleen whales open their mouths and take in tons, literally tons, of water, which they then filter or push out through the baleen. The water goes out of their mouths through the baleen hairs and any krill, fish, or other tasty treats stay in the mouth where the whale can then swallow them. That is so krill! I mean, cool. Good one, Holly Berry. Where baleen whales use their baleen to trap their prey to feed, toothed whales use their teeth. That makes sense. Narwhals, however, are very distinctive among the toothed whales because they actually don't have any teeth in their mouths. Yes, that's right! In fact, the only tooth a narwhal has is a giant canine tooth that grows out of the top of their head like a horn. We get the point. A tooth, by the way, that can grow as long as nine feet. Quit playing. Yeah, nine feet. That's taller than the ceiling in my living room. Impressive. That's taller than LeBron James. When you put it that way. Learning pals, can you imagine having a tooth 
that long growing out of the top of your head like a horn? Maybe. That is amazing. Drum, drum. Yep. So amazing, in fact. I feel a song. As you listen to this song, I ask you to consider what it might be like for yourself or a peer or family member who may sometimes feel different because of how they look Mm. or maybe because of their interests. Uh And I want you to think about that classmate or sibling or cousin or friend or yourself. And I want you to think about this song and what the narwhal is trying to tell us. I can do that. Okay, let's get singing. Some might think me strange with a single tooth on my head, but I know it's beautiful and shrug off what they have said. I live in frigid waters, which may seem kind of silly, I know. But I love the refreshing feeling from swimming in ice and snow. And I'm free to be me, swimming in the sea, going up and going down, swimming all around. Wonderful, unique me. I love to be on our wall, and there's no one I'd rather be. People think they know what's normal, and that normal is all the rage. But I ask, what's so great about If it locks me in a cage I'd rather be free to be me Swimming in the sea Going up and going down Swimming all around I'll stay free and be me Just wonderful, unique me I love to be a narwhal, and there's no one I'd rather be. Yeah! Wow, what an inspiring song. Absolutely. I loved to hear how this particular narwhal loves who they are no matter what. Mm-hmm. Even if there might be some out there who think they aren't normal. Mm -hmm. I love how the narwhal feels like normal. Isn't that great? And that being unique and being who they are Uh and staying true to who they are and loving who they are Mm -hmm. exactly how they are, even if they maybe are different in some way, that that's exactly who they're supposed to be and they love themselves. Yes. I love that lesson of this song. Well said, Holly Berry. How about you? All right, Learning Pals, it's that time in our show to introduce a very special guest. 
in our segment called Special Guest. He swam very far from the frigid waters of the Arctic to be here and is part of the order called Cetacea. I'm so excited. Please put your hands together for Noel, the narwhal. Yes! Oh, rad. Welcome, Noel. We're so excited to chill with you for a bit. Oh, for sure, Holly Berry. I'm so stoked to be here. I'm so glad. So, Noel, I was just sharing with our learning pals about your unique tooth. Do you prefer to call it a tooth or a horn? Oh, totally radical. Thanks for that thoughtful question, Holly Berry. It's also an important question because many humans call our tooth a horn, but... It is not a horn. Oh? <laughs> yeah. The proper term for our tooth is tusk. We have a tusk. I see. That's so interesting. So then, what is the difference between a horn and a tusk? Ah, oh, righteous. That's another great question, Hollyberry. Perhaps our learning pals would like to take a stab <laughs> at that question before I enlighten you. What a great idea, Noel. Learning pals, horns and tusks are similar, but are actually very different structures. What do you think the difference is? Take a minute and talk it over with a fellow learning pal or your grown-up. Or tell yourself what you think. Okay, and we're back. Noel? Yeah, thank you, Hollyberry. Yes, horns, like that of rhinoceros, are actually made up of bone and are covered in keratin. Wait, keratin? Yeah, I see the wheels turning in your head, Hollyberry. That's right, keratin. The same material you mentioned earlier when describing baleen, which is the same material your fingernails and hair are made of. Oh. That's so neat. So, okay, horns are bone that grow out of an animal's skull and are covered in keratin. And what about tusks? For sure, for sure, Hollyberry. That's like a really legit question. So tusks, unlike horns, are teeth, yeah, and grow out of the jawbone of an animal. Think of like an elephant or a walrus. These special teeth, or tusks, don't stop growing like regular teeth, yeah, and they usually serve a different purpose than for chewing. Also, oh, another difference is that tusks are made up of ivory. Yeah, you've heard of ivory, right? which is a material that teeth are made up of, not like how a horn is made of bone. Oh, wow, I see. That's fascinating. So then, what is the point dun dun, of a narwhal's tusk? Before you answer, Noel, I'd like to give our learning pals another opportunity to think and discuss. Learning pals, narwhals have one tooth or tusk, and it grows out of the top of their lip looking like a horn. What purpose do you think that tusk might serve? What might that tusk be for? All right, Noel, you're on. For sure. Well, 
art tusk, which is typically only seen in male narwhals, but occasionally on females as well, has a couple of porpoises. <laughs> I mean, purposes. <laughs> First, just like your teeth, Hollyberry, our tusk is packed with nerves and is therefore very sensitive to temperature changes, which helps us in figuring out the temperature of the water. And since we like really cold water, like to chill in, you know, like that's really important for us. Also, our tusks can help us find a mate. And finally, we can use our tusks to stun fish and other prey when we are hunting. However, dude, we do not use our tusk to stab our prey. Yo, that would be so gnarly. Yeah, we just, we just like hit them with it, okay? Wow, so it sounds like your tusk comes in handy in more ways than one. Absolutely. Well, Noel, we have spent quite a bit of time discussing your prominent and unique tusk. Is there anything else you would like to share with us before you head <laughs> out? <laughs> Good one, Holly Perry. Actually, yes. There are just a couple other things I'd like to mention about us narwhals before I dart. Please, continue. Well, it's a pretty deep subject. <laughs> we narwhals are some of the deepest diving whales out there. We can dive about a mile deep, which is around 5,000 feet. Whoa, one mile deep? That is incredible. As marine mammals, that must be so dangerous. I mean, you could run out of air. Yeah, for sure. Well, if we weren't narwhals, absolutely. But you see, we can hold our breath up to 25 minutes long, which gives us enough time to dive deep and get back up to the surface of the water to take a new breath. Wow, I'm speechless, Noel. You have taken my breath away <laughs> with that information. Well, get ready and take a new breath because I'm pretty sure this next bit of information will also stun you. Yes? During the winter months, we narwhals live under the sea ice. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What? Under the ice. Under the sea ice? But how do you breathe? simple. When we need to take a breath, we find breathing holes caused by cracks in the ice and use them to take a breath. Wow, Noel. I am so inspired by you and your kin. Thank you so much for visiting with us today and taking the plunge to share your world and experiences with us. <laughs> of course. And thank you, Hollyberry. We narwhals are indeed very unique animals on this planet and face difficult times ahead, with humans hunting us for our ivory tusks and climate change. Giving me this opportunity to tell our story is massively appreciated. Oh, Noel, it is an honor to do so. Thank you so much. All right, well, it's time that I rejoin my pod and get ready for deep dives. Thanks again, Hollyberry. Keep it real. Till next time. Wow, learning pals. I know narwhals are called the unicorns of the sea because of their tusks. But now I will call them that because I find them so magical and unique. What about you? Well, 
It's about that time we move out as well. I'll leave you with an imaginativity. Today, we learned about narwhals, these highly unique marine mammals with their signature single tusk that comes out of their head and reminds us of unicorn horns. And that's for good reason. The myth of the unicorn has been around for tens of thousands of years. And many historians believe that those stories came from people seeing animals with one horn. In Europe, it was from narwhals that they would see. And in Asia, rhinoceroses with long horns. So just thinking about that, think of another animal with a notable physical characteristic. I want you to come up with a mythical creature using that feature. Can you draw the animal? Write a story about it? Name it? Does it have any special abilities or powers? What would your mythical creature be that is based on a physical feature of an already existing animal? And if you would like to share your creature and perhaps your story, feel free to send me an electronic copy to lightningbuglounge at gmail.com. Please include your first name, age, and state so I can reply and or recognize you on an upcoming episode. Until next time, keep exploring, keep questioning, and keep diving into new depths of knowledge. I'd like to say thank you to Noel the Narwhal and to all of you learners and grown-ups for tuning in to www.oceanexplorer.noaa.gov on information regarding deep dives by narwhals, to www.worldwildlife.org for information regarding narwhal tusks, and to www.us.whales.org regarding narwhals and unicorns and the relationship between the unicorn horn and the narwhal tusk. For more information related to this episode and additional learning activities and resources, including a list of the vocabulary from today, please visit the Lightning Bug Lounge Facebook and Instagram pages at Lightning Bug Lounge. This show theme song, and original song, Free to Be Me, were written, performed, and produced by me, Holly Berry. And I'll leave you with a joke. What did the mother narwhal say to her calf after he made a mess on the sea ice? Oh, this is going to be a good one. Tusk, tusk, tusk. (laughs) (laughs) Till next time. Bye-bye.